This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Enterprise Canterbury Sports Corner. Enterprise, the recruitment company improving people's lives for over 50 years. Jordan Oppett here filling in for Frankie Mackay. Many of you will know me as a TVNZ One News sports reporter. Now, before we get underway, I just want to extend my love and thoughts to all those impacted by Cyclone Gabrielle. The loss of homes, livelihoods and lives is heartbreaking. It's devastating and quite simply hard to comprehend. So please know you're in our thoughts. Sport obviously pales in times like this, but it is also part of our DNA as Kiwis and can bring so much joy. The Halbergs this week, a great, great example of that. Not least because it honoured the late, great Sumari Halberg, but also it recognised some of our greatest sporting achievements, the ones that have brought so much joy in the past 12 months. Zoe sadowski Sinnott with the Supreme Halberg and Sportswoman of the Year, Nico Porteous, Sportsman of the Year, Corey Peters, Para-Athlete of the Year, the Snow Sports crew cleaned up, and the Blackburns Team of the Year, Sporting Moment of the Year, and the Professor Wayne Smith, Coach of the Year. It'd have to be the first year a Cantab hasn't come out trumps. Surely, I was thinking that as well. Uh, but to bring it a bit more local, how is it footy season already? This time next week, the Crusaders and Matatu will play their first respective Super Rugby matches. So many storylines to come ahead of the Rugby World Cup. Perhaps more poignant for Cantab's the fact it'll no doubt be Razor's last season. Where does he go next? A number of our All Blacks hit uh, last hit out in red this season, and bla- uh, red and black rather this season, before heading offshore and perhaps retirement for some. The women, Whitney Hanson back, coaching with a number of our Black Ferns World Cup champions on display. Absolutely fizzing, as I say, so many storylines and arcs to come. But right now, it's another code that's making headlines. League, with the Warriors back in Christchurch for the first time since 2019 to play a warm-up match against the Melbourne Storm. For more on this, we're joined by local rugby legend Frank Endicott and for full disclosure, we had to do this yesterday because he's a blimmin' busy man. Well firstly Frank, feels like a long time coming. How excited are you to have the Warriors back in town? Well it has been a long time coming and uh, yeah I'm really looking forward to it and uh, they're up uh, against a pretty good uh, squad in the Melbourne Storm so it should be a a real good game. I've had a look at the two teams and and they look pretty evenly matched, to be honest. Yeah, I was just going to say they're up against a quality side in the storm. Like, how do you expect the match to play out? Obviously, it is pre-season. Yeah, I think you've got to remember you can't take a lot out of trial form. Um, I've learnt that over many years. But uh, you do see young players get opportunities that take them and, um, and some that don't. Um, and it's a good way to gauge on what's been done in the pre-season from both teams. Um, and I'm, you know, after seeing the um, uh, the Warriors against the Tigers in the first round, they looked very, very good. But you've got to take into account who they were playing, and uh, you know they were full of twenty-year-old um, kids. So you just got to take that into account. The Melbourne Storm looked good, even though they went down to the Roosters. Um, but they've uh, they've got three or four, well, four injuries to key players. So uh, I think that'll even it up. Does this Warriors side this year excite you, Frank? And I guess, like, who are your ones to watch, I guess, from what you've seen? Yeah, well, I haven't seen a lot of them, just the one game, of course, and some of these players didn't play. You know, some pretty pretty reasonable signings in the off-season. So uh, 
Uh, I picked them last year to uh, to finish 12th, and they finished 15th, which um, really disappointed disappointed all of us, really. But this year, I can actually see them rising, you know, maybe three, four, four places. Uh, but I still find it hard to think that they'll make the eight. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I think uh, out of the signings, um, Barnett from the Newcastle Knights, he, he's a player that's quite impressed me. He plays that fine line. I mean, he's always liable to get a sin bin here and there, but he plays it tough, um, and he can play the uh, the full 80 if required. Um, who else was there? There was uh, Nikore from um, from uh, Parramatta. Looks a very good player. So uh, And Dylan Walker, of course, from Manly, uh, very experienced. Had a few injuries over the last couple of years, but you know, hopefully he has an injury-free year this year and... Um, and comes through. Tamari Martin's another one, a very exciting young player. Normally plays at fullback, but um, playing in the halves this weekend. Mm-hmm. Frank, you speak about you know wanting to see them come up a few spots on the ladder by the end of the season. We've seen with the breakers, man, they're in blooming hot form. But how important those home games are, you know, connecting with your fan base again, being at home in front of home crowds after so long away. And the Warriors were in the same boat there. How important are these regional matches, um, not only for, for I guess the Warriors, but the growth of the game? Oh, very much so. Um, you know, you always want to win your home games for your home fans. And uh, it's interesting to see the Warriors' first game will be in Wellington, not Auckland. And uh, they'll get a good crowd in Wellington and uh, good backing. And it's very, very important. That's a must-win game, that, because I don't see the Knights as being a top-eight side. So they're the sides that you've got to beat, um, especially at home. So I, I think it's a good game for them first up, and um, hopefully they get a win there. And we know the Tigers are going to play a home game. I'm fairly sure it's the Tigers anyway, up in Hamilton. Would you like to see a franchise adopt Christchurch as one of their, you know, home venues? Oh, look, we'd love to. But, you know, you've got to take into account the um, the size of the ground, the seating and everything else, you know, to NRL standards. Um, oh, of course, we'd love to see as many games in here as we could. But um, Realistically, you know the uh, the members in Auckland pay the uh, fees for their uh, for their seats, and they do deserve the majority of games. Uh, but it is nice to see a game down here, even though it's a trial match. Mm. Frank, what do you make of where Canterbury Rugby League is at right now? Uh, is at right now because I understand they'll be having a few encounters uh, with the Storm side when they're here, and there's a real, obviously, rich history with rugby league here. So, where do you find? Uh, where do you think that's sort of at in, in this day and age? Well, Canterbury League's been around for a long time and uh, always been strong in the New Zealand scene. But, um, you know, like like a lot of sports, um, you know, we're not as strong in rugby league in Canterbury as we were a few years ago. That's a, that's a straight-out fact. Um, so it's nice to get teams, the NRL teams, visit us. And um, and I'm sure the Melbourne Storm will do a few things here with Canterbury Rugby League while they're here with, you know, maybe the Craig Bellamy talking to the coaches and um, some of the players going around schools and things like that. So... You know, it, it does a lot for our city, um, and we've got a uh, a stadium being built now, of course, that's going to suit uh, NRL games. So uh, when that's completed, we'd like to see a, a good share of games here. Yeah, well, I've got to say, I've never been so excited to see trucks with concrete on them rolling into that stadium, Frank. <laughs> yeah, me too, and, um, you know, to have a roof on, um, which we need here, don't we? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's something you've got to forget about the price. you just got to go for it. The sooner you build it, the cheaper it is. 
uh, the longer you leave it, the dearer it gets. So, you know, um, I'm with you. I, I can't wait for it. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's a, it's a good multi-sports stadium and everyone gets the use of it. Yeah, totally, because it is what Christchurch is missing at the moment. I guess back to that Canterbury Rugby League question, what do you think it would take to get back to the glory days, Frank? Do you think it's numbers? Do you think it's a, a stronger competition here? Like, what, what is kind of the secret, or do you think was the secret back then to having such a strong, you know, unit down here? Well, you know, if you go back to the 90s, Canterbury were the strongest team in, in New Zealand, um, not just the first grade team, but also the 19s and the 17s, and we we had the strongest group of referees in the country down here. Um, it was a, We were the stronghold, but that come down to numbers, uh, and we haven't got those numbers now, unfortunately, and, you know, like a lot of sports... Um, a lot of a lot of players have given up and, and found you know gone to business or gone to other sports or, or whatever reasons. But um, we certainly just haven't got the numbers now that we had in those days, and uh, and that's sad uh, because they were you know they were days um, you know to remember. Mm. Now tell me, how are you going to be watching the match this weekend? Because I understand you've got a big weekend ahead, so fill us in. Uh, well, I'm actually flying to Auckland tomorrow. Uh, we've got our, our little filly in, Millwood Nike, at um, Cambridge in the Group 1 race. So uh, she's going for nine straight wins tomorrow. Um, so uh, we'll be flying up there, um, watching the race, coming home Saturday. Uh, and uh, Sunday I'll be going to the Melbourne Storm match and Adverse Warriors. So it's a great sporting weekend for me this weekend. Have you got a good bunch of friends going with you uh, to the game, Frank? Uh, yeah, well, there's there's a lot of family and friends going to the game for sure. So, um, but I'll be in the Canterbury Rugby League box, so I'm going there <laughs> shortly to pick up pick up my ticket. <laughs> there's got to be some perks for giving your whole entire career to the sport. And just lastly, Frank, give me your predictions for Sunday's match. Oh, look, trial matches. It doesn't. You don't put a lot on the game itself. You know, you always like to win, no matter trial or or or, or game for two points, but. I'm I'm picking the Warriors to win it by by four. How's that? By four. Okay, I'll remember that. Come Sunday when it rolls around, they'll say, Frank told me by four. I think you're not far off, actually. I probably would have predicted something <laughs> similar. Frank, thank you so, so much for your time. Have a fabulous weekend. All the best in Cambridge with Millwood Nike. Um, and to everyone else out there, don't forget the Storm have an open training session at 2.30 Saturday afternoon at Orange Theory Stadium. So get down amongst it and get selfie and signing ready. And, Frank, we'll catch up soon. Thank you very much, Jordan. Have a great day. You too. See you, Frank. Bye, love. See ya.